Awesome. Cool. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, this is Josh. Uh, Josh and me. Just jo- uh, Josh and Tom episode again. Just, just joshing uh, around. Just joshing. Welcome to the Just Whoa. Joshing Around podcast, where we chase Josh with weapons. Yeah, come on, Josh. Yeah. come on, Josh. It's just a joke. We're just joshing around. <laughs> we sick like rabid, rabid German shepherds after you. <laughs> no cats, because you're allergic to cats a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that would be too cruel. You wouldn't want Dude. me to be, you know, but like have, have hives <laughs> and also be mauled to death. <laughs> just regular cats that we use like an enlargement ray. To make it to like eight feet, eight hundred pound like domesticated house cats, yeah. and they don't and they don't even do anything with you. They just they just lay there bored, and we're like, man, this really backfired. Uh, Josh got away, rats. Till next episode, where we don't learn our lesson, we make these fucking cats even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> 2 ton house cat. <laughs> Man, oh, um, Nick's putting the finishing touches on uh, the, the uh, oh on the studio. They they've slowly bun- uh, begun recording, but I went over and helped them with this. Um, um, they uh, they Nick has a nice house and a separate like nice little big ass garage, and this garage so big, it's just a storage unit like any garage is. And so in the back room, that's where he has a studio for, for Noir Days. That's where he records everything. Have you been to it? I am outside? not, actually. Um, okay. Um, it was not well ventilated, so it is definitely garage and grungy to, to, a, to a T. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, Nick's obviously been busy with a lot of stuff and uh, a little change of scenery. So him and the gang uh, bought a shit ton of, like, black matted carpet and they put it all over the walls. <laughs> and then uh, hey. they they put some on the floor, like just for like where their instruments were. And they were just moving all their stuff back into it. And uh, when I went over, they were still doing the walls and uh, just say hi. And like dad mode immediately kicked in. I'm like, hand me that staple gun. We're gonna get we're gonna get everything uh, smooth out. We're gonna make these walls look pristine <laughs> and flat. And I'm grabbing like Travis, you gotta do you gotta go in brackets, you gotta go in triangles. Did you know triangles are the strongest shape? All right, you gotta put a <laughs> screw here and then a screw there. So uh, oh, man. But yeah, that's oh. that, that's why Nick's not here and Ryan has the lamest excuse. <laughs> Yeah, my my taxes, oy vey, they're so high. This motherfucker, 15 minutes before we started, he texts us, he's like, I have to miss tonight, I'm having a full-on panic attack about my taxes. Uh, Like, buddy, I know you're going to listen to this episode, do you need help? You could, (laughs) I've been doing my taxes like a big boy for you know, twelve years. I could have helped you. You could ask. I pay a white woman to do mine. I she pay does, a white woman. She does uh, a mediocre job. I've, um, I think, like the last five years, I have a CPA actually that does it. But in terms of like, if he's, you know, wants a little, you know, Luca Horowitz uh, advice, I can help him pick out. Or not pick out, but, you know, say, hey, this is a good thing to write off as a hobby or under the umbrella of you have a podcast that falls under what I do, which is, you know, I have an LLC 
Um, like, we can write shit off. You can write off gas, food, you know. Obviously within reason. I mean, the government lets you cheat a little bit. They don't want you to go crazy yeah. on it. But I, I guess yeah, I mean, like pay in. Me, me writing off, like, $30,000 for Gabagool as a character research and development, yeah. um, that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of where, where we're yeah. going with it. The government, the IRS comes here and they're like, you wrote off $30,000 to be Vito Spatafori? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You Johnny Cakes? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> but seriously, you needed $5,000 to spray tan? I got it. I got to look like a WAP. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Cakes. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ah. You had a custom made and uh, 18 by 18. 18 by 34 feet Italian flag. Eh, gotta should people know. I don't know how to do Vito's voice, so I'm just, ah, uh, Joe Pesci. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the Funny <only> how. <laughs> I want to be able to do a good Joe Pesci. Like, Jim Brewer does a great Joe Pesci, even though he's a lunatic now. Yeah, and yeah. When I try to do the voice. The only way I feel like I can do it is when I'm being, like, when Joe Pesci's being anti-Semitic, I can't remember like the line, but he calls him. It's like you Jew motherfucker, and like that's oh, the yeah. only time I feel like like my Joe Pesci can come out is when I'm being anti-Semitic. You know what? Let's make this I wish a I joke. could be like, "How was your day?" You know, something like that as Joe Pesci, like a Let's normal. Let's make this a Joe Pesci podcast. I eh, like. I was in Dude Ranch. I came out of retirement. I can't. What do was it. your I first? Can't do um, it. What was your first introduction to Joe Pesci? Mine was Home Alone. Uh, home Alone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine was probably. That's probably alone, a lot I, of a lot of people our age. You know. I home would alone. say it's my cousin Vinny's number two. Though that's when I'm like, wait, yeah, this guy. I like this guy. He's because um, my cousin Vinny. That's a that's a film that fucks right there. That is a great film. I can't remember if yeah. he got nominated for an Oscar, but I know Marissa Tomei got one, and Ooh. they're all um, a lot of law schools. Aunt like, May. Yeah, Aunt May. So, and a lot of law schools are like, uh, you know, this is pretty accurate. This is a good movie. So, yeah, um, yeah. So it's just, you know, it's your two favorites, uh, Stav and Nick. Basically, you know, it's the old here. school boys. I don't listen to a lot of comedy podcasts anymore, so I'm not sure whose um, whose spirit we're gonna like copy for for future episodes, really. We're definitely um, not the TAFS, okay? We don't have, like, me dressing up as Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> and, See, you, and you with a Russian with a Russian bride that's barely 18, you know? We don't have that. Adam, I want to be free. You know, we don't have that going on. We could we could do a fighter and the kid, and I could just, you oh, know, Christ. do a really good Brian Callen. Just be like, hey, man, so, like, I could, like, totally, like... You know, fucking run five miles and like you know, definitely I could probably take Brendan in a fight. You know, I I just I you know I I'm I'm definitely the most metrosexual comedian in Hollywood, but uh yeah I'm I'm kind of a badass, you know. When I'm too busy being accused of rape by by four women <laughs> four women comics to, all the way back to 1999, I think I could kick Brendan's ass. Oh. <laughs> Um, I I didn't know that about him, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Brian Callen has sexual misconduct. Uh, they oh, you probably fun. don't know it because it came out after the Chris D'Elia. Uh, oh, like him being him being all 
him being all up uh, going after that 16-year-old puss, you know, that is yep. Chris D'Elia being a Wooderson out there, you know. <laughs> so, I have no idea okay. if he's like, I have no idea if he's like even back doing stand-up. Louie just released want, a new one. Did you get I an want, email like, for Amy that one? Schumer to be, at, wait, what, uh, with Louie? Yeah. Yeah, Louis's got a new one. So, um, I know he has like a website, but I I don't know. Is it on anything? Well, I... but folks, this before I knew, um, but we all kind of knew. Um, is when he released Horace and Pete. I uh, downloaded it and I signed up for I guess subscriptions newsletter because um, he he directly sells it to you. He doesn't go through like um, um, uh, like he doesn't go through like a third party for it. Or a subscription service, you know, something like that. Um, so you download it and listen to it directly from his website if you buy it digitally. And I got Horace and Pete, and um, every now and then when he comes out with a new special, I'll randomly get an email from him. And I'm like, well, I'm happy, like, he doesn't bother me to be like, hey, first off, I didn't do it, you know, something like that. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, I got a new thing out. Um, still, still hate my daughter's. Um, I'm just a pervert that lives in Paris from time to time. I'm like, all right. So, I mean, oh, oh, Louie, 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 Louie. I'll probably, to be uh, honest, I'll probably listen to it in secret. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Of all, like, the first off, like, stand up is rife with, uh, I mean, it's, it's dudes, it's toxic dudes, and they're, like mentally unstable dudes. That is the stand-up community right there. Okay, um, like I love Pete Holmes and his vibe and the fact that he doesn't try to be mean because it's like or a Biglia. <laughs> yeah, or you know, like I mean, it's kind of like a thing. Of like why I kind of like stop loving doing stand-up is like it's just mean and like I'm mean on here, but like all the jokes you write are like, check out this fucking asshole. You know, if you make fun of yourself, you're all self-deprecating or, or in the case you write a bit about yourself where now you give the audience like a 180 and you come out the hero at someone else's expense. It's just, you know, it's kind of draining like that, you know, to where you can yeah. like poke fun at stuff. It's definitely not speaking truth to power. <laughs> like comics are way yeah. up their own ass on that thing, but like, it's hard to poke fun at stuff and not come off as just like brazenly mean. But, um, I bet that's to why really I, at Beck, like Pete Holmes, I bet has Pete Holmes, I bet is like taking neighborhood cats and fucking skinning them is what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like well, homeless the, people in his crawl space that he's making fight to the death is what he's doing. <laughs> I would not be surprised by that. <laughs> the rats, they don't have souls. Like <laughs> The rats, they don't have souls. I can't do a Pete Holmes on that one. I can do oh, his man. fucking his fucking big ass triangle mouth is what I could do. His anime, his anime mouth. His, he does look like a bird. Digimon mouth going on here. <laughs> Looks like fucking D Reynolds. Like, <laughs> he fucking big old bird. The fucking bird. But no, you're 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 saying, um, you know. I do like uh, that uh, one bit that neither punches up nor down um, is that sh- just that Shane Torres Guy Fieri bit. Like, I love oh, it so, so much. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because oh. be- it is abundantly positive. It's not <sighs> making fun of anyone. And it's just like, why the hell does everybody hate Guy Fieri? He officiated Fieri? A, g- a gay wedding. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying on the beaches with you saying some stupid shit like, welcome to Flavortown. <laughs> I... 
he came through St. Louis. I can't remember if Ryan opened for him or not. I Ryan has a story about him. And uh, that's cool. And uh, you know, I we'd have to have him tell it. You know, he may have a yeah. man. Ryan, Ryan may have done comedy. Ryan may not have done comedy. Ryan lives in Connecticut with his well, gay husband. We're telling you the truth. Ryan has two gay husbands, mm-hmm. and they they live in the village. Is what they do. They live in Greenwich, Connecticut. That's where they're at. Um, and they collect a lot of... They have a lot in common with Clarence Thomas's like benefactor. They collect a lot of questionable World War II memorabilia. And we'll just kind of leave it at that. Yeah. So, Ryan um, does like leather, though. So. <laughs> Man. He, uh... It's too bad that uh, Joe Brandon um, is taxing us hardworking Americans, and that's why Ryan can't be here tonight. Because I'd, no, I'd like to hear Because he that makes story. too much money. You know, he makes way yep. too much. We yeah. all... And r- I make Josh, ten times as much as you. Josh, all joking aside, we know Ryan's actual profession, okay? And it is totally unnecessary to anyone in society. serves no benefit to anyone. Yeah. Um, his profession is grossly fucking overpaid and everyone's like man you know they're the real they're the real firefighters per se Mm -hmm. out there you know and we all know that's a lie he is a parasite to society he makes way too much money in fact i hope um he makes less money so that way he can get his taxes done (laughs) and be on the podcast (laughs) with his buddies to talk about baseball because that's Which what's we're important. We're going to get to in a little bit, by the way. Right? In case yeah, you're right, wondering. Ryan? <laughs> it ain't your gay husbands, Thad and Charles, okay? It is Josh and Tom, your only two friends. I We still don't know how you feel about Nick. But your two buddies. <laughs> One of them you flew all the way from Greenwich, Connecticut, after leaving Thad and Charles behind, to come see Josh in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he better finish uh, his taxes or we'll actually dox what he does, okay? Yeah. We'll we, we will release a social security number. Um. Anyway, before we get into baseball, I'll listen to the Louis special, possibly. Um. I don't know. Have we ever, like, weighed in? Because that's what people need is two white guys' opinion on that. Like, has Louis paid his dues enough to where it's not... Like you can you can still appreciate the art at the same time recognizing that the artist did you know, did a boo boo. Like So I think with him it's all about like um if if Hollywood or, you know, some sort of um you know, Netflix doesn't want to work with him, I don't think he has a right to bitch about it. Um, I agree with that, yeah. But I do think like if a company does, you know, give him something, you know, say they wanna have him write on a new show or something like that. You know what? That's their prerogative. If they want to do it, he what he did wasn't the most egregious thing that came no, out of the fucking era by you know I don't want it, to say it's innocuous, but it wasn't you no, know yeah, it's not it wasn't innocuous. Harvey Weinstein. It wasn't sexual assault. It so That's what I was know, gonna say. It wasn't it wasn't S A, but like it definitely was weird and, you know, power imbalance and what. Like, I remember, didn't the Aziz Ansari thing come out around that time? Yeah. Where it was like. I think his came out a little 
after, but yeah. Yeah, it's around that same time, I remember, like, um, you know, from afar observing the discourse, because, like, I think we've all kind of, like, and I think this is, like, kind of, like, a problem, I think, with, you know, like, I guess, like, toxic masculinity, I don't know. Uh, but I would say it's a problem is like when you invite someone over to your place or they invite you to their place, you have this automatic assumption that you're going to get laid. And then that creates like, oh, yeah, suddenly I don't want to fuck you. I'm like, well, I'm here. So fucking you invited me or you came up to my room and like, hey, you know, it may lead to that, but you shouldn't automatically like put a rubber stamp on that that yeah this is now i have your consent because you wanted to come see my hotel room you know so but yeah um i well and and that's a tough one because you're kind of like okay you i mean that that is mixed signals i mean unless it's like you know it is say it is in uh, most i would say in most situations like like say it's like old friends a guy and a gal getting together and uh, you know there might have been some Eddie, back one of the in popular steadies, and he invited her to his hotel room, and then he started jacking off, and he locked the door and started laughing maniacally, and then he pressed yeah. the button under his desk like Matt Lauer. That's said, totally the scenario I was hey, coming up with. That was hey, would you be interested reasonable. in a golden shower? We made a new character. His name is sexual s- sexual predator Billy Joel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted, but yeah. Um, um, I was just going to say, like, you know, the the whole inviting someone back, if it's like a blind date, that's that's a very bold thing to not kind of be thinking. Like, you know, something might be happening here. But then again, yeah. like, like what you said, obviously if they're not into it, you can't be like, you fucking bitch. What? You brought me up here. Like, you know, you can't do yeah, that no. whole song and dance. Like, you just got to be like, well, that was weird, but okay. This um, is Great advice to give anyone who uh, listens to this. And I, you know, we are actually going to do good advice here is auto. I don't care if you're worried. It makes you sound incredibly autistic. I'm autistic here. Okay. Like it's served me. Um, it's one. It's uh, put me in way less uh, situations to where stuff like that uh wouldn't be considered or happens less is just immediately ask people what they're looking for or what you want and if that if that's not met and that's not cool part ways or just accept it like i brought last year um i brought a chick back to to the house okay it was before he moved in we had gone out drinking and uh i'm trying you know i'm gonna try and get laid so we didn't want to come back to my place. And before we actually come back here, uh, I tell her when she's getting in her car, I'm getting mine to say, follow me. I'm like, hey, like, I am going to try. Like, I'd say, I am going to try and fuck you. Like, hey, would you want to come back and, like, do stuff? You know, like, basically that. And uh, she was like, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then it was totally cool. It was cool. Like, safe space, out in public, that type of thing. I'm like, hey, this is, like, my intentions here. It's. I know, like, it's hard maybe for some people to do that. Your life is so much easier if you do that. You have to get over that hump. You have to be able to communicate and talk and ask people that. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be in some weird spot where, you know, if you're not the jerk offer, you're the jerk offy watching some schlubby guy pull his pud in front of you. So that's great advice. Mm. 
Look at that. There. You know. There you go. Dad advice from Josh and Tom. Good advice. Um, baseball. I do want to comment on. Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Uh, comment, we, comment. We, 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 we can. No, move no, on to I'm, no, no, no. I'm gonna, you comment. I'm gonna put spray cheese in my mouth real quick. Okay. Um, I do like the 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 way you went about it in that situation. Obviously, it's mm. very awkward to be like, you know, that's that's always the critique of like, um, and. God, this, this has got to be phrased carefully to exemplify what I'm trying to say. Is, you know, you're with a chick. Things are getting hot and heavy. Or a dude. Know, or a dude. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, um, we're, we are familiar with that. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, things, th- things are getting hot and heavy. And, you know, the idea of consent is kind of like as you move down, you know, those next steps, you're trying to get consent. But a lot of times it can be very, like, robotic and weird to ask, you know, each of those kind of, like, markers, um, we'll say, that, like, hey, do you want to, like, is this cool? You know, that whole thing. But it really just makes it, like, the peace of mind you get from doing that is far and away worth, you know, any awkwardness. Because really, in my experience, there hasn't been much when it's, like, a gradual type of thing there. Yeah. So, just and, and with you even just like cutting to the chase completely, just being like, essentially want to fuck um, when we get back to my place, and they're like, yeah, then you know you're mm-hmm. you're covered. You're from a from A to Z, my my friend. You're you're in there. So. And sometimes, folks, you might be like, uh, you know, I I had you know I knew someone or dated someone. They didn't. They were like, why didn't you kiss me at this time? Or you know, I was expecting it. Be like, hey, you know, you'll know. If that stuff's ever good. But I tell you what, just be safe and ask. There's nothing like, there's no harm in that, okay? And if someone's like, I can't believe you would ask if you would want to kiss me on a date or with this. Or if you want to go on a date or, you know, if you want to hook up and all that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there, you could definitely find times where it's weird. But just get to the basics here, okay? Ask people, okay? It is totally a-okay, all right, to ask that uh, from someone if you're, like, on a date or, you know, what do you think of this? What is not okay is if they say no or before you give them a chance to answer, you follow up with or else. So just don't, <laughs> like, just do that, okay? This is good advice. This is great advice from a guy. You do the slasher gesture across from, your neck. You yeah. Just, like, well, yeah. or else. Like, yeah, like, it's great advice from a guy who's 32 years old with a cat and – and lives with his roommate Josh here. Okay, this is great advice. I'm helping you out. All right, baseball, baseball, baseball. <laughs> hey, America's your, pastime. I see your tweet at me, CB50. I'm gonna fucking dox you. No, what did he say here? Um, I posted that Nolan Gorman is hitting fastballs better. He is slugging 708. Let's lead in with Nolan Gorman. However, he still str- swings and misses a lot at the top of the zone. It's not so much that I think he is. Um, a better overall hitter compared to last year per se. He still has the same problems, but um, he is hitting mistake pitches better. Um, his two home runs have come either in the heart of the plate as a meatball or in the heart of the plate but down at the knees. He is, yeah, he is. He's looking really good, small sample size, and he's getting a little bit more fastballs than he was last year, and... So far, when even if it's not up and in, if it's in a grooving spot, he's been hitting the shit out of him. So 
Good for him. How do you feel about Nolan? Old Nolan. Nolan Gorman. Um, I am feeling ecstatic about him. My fantasy team is uh, rejoicing um, with my late round pickup of Nolan Gorman. Um, but uh, I do. Before we get too much into this, um, Ryan is. Uh, he says he's filing an extension, and he might be hopping on. Would we want to put a pin in this and get our and get our friend on? Have a caller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get Ryan on. Um, yeah, I know that that was a terrible transition, but I was just like, well, before we get you know past the halfway point, let's let's get old Ryan on here. All right, uh, we'll put a commercial break here. How about that? Yeah. So. Oh, speak of the devil, and he will appear. Um, calling from Greenwich, Connecticut, after he just put his two husbands to bed. Ryan's back. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, everybody. Hey, be be quiet. My husbands are sleeping. Oh, did you kiss them good night? <laughs> I did. I, I nestled them up. I, I wrapped them up in blankets, and I put one in the upstairs bedroom and one in the downstairs bedroom. And I have I have the guest house bedroom, um, so. <laughs> oh, you don't. You're none of you. None of you. You and uh, you and your family don't share a bed. You hold. No, for tax okay. purposes, we all sleep in separate um, dwellings. Separate dwelling. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got. You know. That's what I'm like legally a... allowed. Legally allowed to say. Separate okay. dwellings. Is that what you were Technically... stressing about with tax day? <laughs> Yeah, we all tend to live at different addresses, even though it's the same address. It's kind of like an apartment thing, but for a, a house, a housing complex, you know. Oh, okay, cool. My first husband room lives at you know complex A. Second lives at complex B, and I, I get you. Um, <laughs> live at complex C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, no, no, it's a good thing for tax purposes and whatnot. Like, tell us, like, what's the most romantic thing you've done with both your husbands? Um, probably, uh, I mean, it's definitely not a tax IRA. thing that you're, that you're, that you're using to evade anything at all, right? I mean, this sounds like two no, no, really no. close dudes. No, not at all. Not at all. Yep, yep. We've, uh, we, we purchased a Roth IRA together. That was our okay. first anniversary. Yeah. Um, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, we you get also a life insurance policy too, right? Got a life insurance policy. That was yep. second second anniversary with the second second husband. <laughs> One of the first investors Wait. in Crumble Coin. <laughs> was that the second anniversary with the second husband or the second anniversary with the, the first? The Crumble Coin was actually purchased uh, using my dog. My dog bought the Crumble uh, Coin investment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but. That's also for tax purposes because you can't you can't sue a dog you know you can't you can't sue a dog. Um, <laughs> I think I I think that's an idea. I think what you're quoting is um, what was it? Airbud versus State of Georgia. Was what it was. You can't. There's nothing right. in there's nothing in the rule book that says you can sue a dog. So there's yeah. It's pretty amazing that Airbud went on, you know, to play basketball at the University of Alabama, and then you yeah. know went to, um, you know, Ole Miss Law School. He did go to. I mean, he's a dog, right? He's Terrible dad, racist. though. I mean, he ran around yeah. on his wife. He kept referring to her as his bitch and whatnot, and really absent father. 
But, but knows question. his tail around the law. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dog law, is, especially. Uh, There's bird law, human law, and dog law. Dog law. <laughs> is like Only Air Bud the Forrest Gump of animals? Is he the Forrest Gump of animals? Like, he's a war veteran. He's a star college athlete in multi- mm-hmm. multiple sports. He's a... He gets laid all the time. He smashes um, incredible puss. I mean, Air Buddies, dude. Like, he was fucking making 12 tribes of Israel, that dog. I feel like um, we should rename this podcast to Air Buddies. I think, one, all of us <laughs> have the behavioral instincts and temerity of a dog. <laughs> uh, two, we're like the best of friends, even though Ryan lives a time zone away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a good thing. Ryan, um, before you hopped on, we had just finished like 10 minutes talking about uh, the importance of consent. We were giving good life advice. Uh, Before Mm -hmm. we actually talk about baseball, um, you got any advice for the fellas out there if they're like nervous, you know, about, you know, about approaching a lady and and consent, getting informed. Mutual consent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get it. Getting roommates. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Get it in written. You can download these contracts online um, and just get everything <laughs> with a signature on it. At Airbud and Crouppen is what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Attorneys. Brown and Brown. <laughs> Make sure there's always a third party. You mm-hmm. always have to have a third party as a witness. And uh, Ooh, I'm a it's notary, not being so a cuck. It's being, it's being um, smart about, about your... Legal liability. Um, again, because women lie all the time. That's what this is finally <laughs> coming around to. Women lie all the time. <laughs> what if there? What if there's like the a, center like right podcast did. everyone loves? <laughs> I just came up with the best side hustle. What is I basically just visit bars on the weekends mm-hmm. and I walk around with my notary stamp and I get consenting couples to sign affidavits claiming that it is consensual what they're about to do later on and i charge a premium for oh, that but basically i pry protect everyone from any sort of a legal funny business as we say in the business you're what are your really thoughts on this you're really obsessed with being able to notarize things now bro it's the power of the stamp is coursing <laughs> through my veins on a daily basis <laughs> i don't think you understand <laughs> have you used it to try and get pussy yet um, it, I haven't gotten my letter in the mail yet from the state. Oh, so once well. I get that, once I get that, <laughs> she's stamp, gonna make it your I, your primary photo on Tinder <laughs> and Bumble. Is like, oh man, oh man. I can't wait till yeah. you notarize some titties, man. Just Dude. like like you're signing them, but you're just putting that notary. These stamp. titties He's are on. who they say they are. Let's make it official. Mm-hmm. Let's let's make it official by the state. <laughs> a little stamp, but you yeah, put then I have to get. Dog. I have to get sworn in, so if you guys want to come to my swearing in ceremony, yeah. I actually have. Can to we get swear in too, County Clark? We could do that <laughs> while they're like swearing you in. Fuck! God fuck. damn it! I should show up, <laughs> bitch, bitch, chicks. Hey, did any of these fuckers jump out of the fucking wall? <laughs> and they just stare at us, and then Ryan and I go, "Jizz, a big fat load of cum." Yeah. Hey. Before, uh, we are going to talk baseball. Before before we do, though, Ryan, are we getting together for the I think you should leave season three drop? Are we doing that? Oh, shit. What is it? Like May? 
It's May 30th, so we would probably end up doing it like the June, you know, 3rd or whatever that following, like that weekend afterwards. Yeah. I'd be free. Let's fucking do it. Hell Let's yeah. Do it. No Nicks allowed. We don't invite man. Nick, though. Yeah. yeah well, I'll be flying. We, we, I, can take the, I can take the chopper in, you know. Um, Nick's, uh, Nick's cross been... Country. Nick's been wanting to do more things at his house, so we're thinking of doing that. We'll pay for your charter flight into Cape okay. LAX. Okay. So I can write it write it off on taxes. You can write it off on your taxes, expense. along with what is clearly not a scheme uh, to, I guess, uh, weasel money out of the government uh, by uh, uh, living in separate apartment complexes. Definitely not. You're just you're just a hustler. You're a go getter. You know. You're um, yeah. yeah. All right. We were talking about Nolan Gorman and his ability to hit. Um, he's been hitting fastballs better, Ryan. He's not handling the high cheese well like he was last year. He just seems to be capitalizing on mistakes more. And so we were going to lead off, uh, <laughs> lead off with um, you know some guys that we think are doing doing well. And we were going to start with Nolan Gorman. So you got Josh loves Nolan Gorman because he's on his fantasy team. But what do you think, Ryan? I think Nolan Gorman's great. Um, I think you're right. There was some propaganda that they were trying to force on our feet, like faces last week. That was like he's hitting the high fastball well. And I test no, John Stanton, no, no John. Um, no. He, I mean, he whiffed on a few. I would say he's hitting, making contact more. Um, a little bit more, fastball, yeah. But he's still got a he's still got a lot of a lot of whiffs up there. Yeah. Um that change he missed, what was that in the was it the ninth inning? Mm-hmm. Or was it the eighth inning? He was just a little early. He would have walloped that change up that uh You He was just a little early. He You love Savant pages. And I want I to I love know, some Savant. There's a lot of red on there. God, oh god. That is my <laughs> dick. Oh, I'm gonna crumble coin. Oh, get it, get it now. I'm gonna crumble Thad coin. Thad Charles. Oh, what's his bad? My roommates. Oh, Thad <laughs> Charles. Oh, he's got. He's in the 93rd percentile and weighted woba. Oh. Um, Gorman's great. Uh, I looked up team stats because we are seven and nine. We wouldn't even uh, make it in the uh, in, the, in the NFL playoff right now. Um, this is going to be alarming. Okay, um, how do you think the pitching's doing by compared to the rest of the league? I have you have you guys talked about this already? Or is it just... Nope. Nope. No. No. Right. Okay. Right. What? Right when we called you, we met, we said Nolan Gorman is. And then we saw it, and we're like, we got to get him on. I want to know what you guys think, and then I will. I, I shared something in the group today that okay. indicates how I feel about the pitching. Okay, I think rumors of the pitching staff's demise is a little bit exaggerated. Um, it is not. It our our total like Fangraphs WAR as a pitching staff is 17th in the league, which is right where we were at last season. Okay. It has been better lately. Um, some things that have leapt out to me that I found surprising. Okay. Um, not giving up a lot of walks. We're like ninth or 10th in walks. We are actually striking out quite a lot of guys. Um, we're top, I think, five. 
five. We have a 10.5 Ks per nine. Let me look at K percentage. It's a little bit more telling. We are fourth in the league in K percentage. We also have, like, think, like, the second best, I think, FIP or XFIP uh, in the league, which go coincides because we're not walking a shit ton of guys and we're not giving up a lot of home runs. What is negatively affecting us is that we are giving up a ton of hits. Like, we have, I think, the worst batting average or second worst batting average against. We have one of the worst whips in the league, and we've given up the most hits in the league. Um, like the Jordan Hicks shit show rolls on. It will roll into a bigger ball of shit until I guess we DFA him or he eventually hits a rock and breaks out of this. Um, but bullpen, not as grotesque as I thought. And the rotation frustrating as they have been, they've been They've been holding on the past few starts, is what I would say. Um, it needs improvement, um, but they're definitely not the worst in the league. I would say the bigger pressing concern has been our inability to hit with runners on. So that's my assessment of the pitching. Uh, my assessment is uh, the world's on fucking fire and we're all doomed. We're all uh, fucked. Or <laughs> everything's so fucking fucked up and fucking fucked. <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, I, I'm kind of with, with you, Tom. I mean, it's – I think there's definitely room for uh, um, fans to be complaining at the front office for not doing more this offseason to address mm -hmm. the pitching holes. Um, I think that's a totally viable complaint. Um, I think the start of the season has pinpointed directly to the, um, you know, legitimacy of those – you know, of that view. Um, but at the same time, um, our starters have been pitching somewhat better as of late in comparison to their first one or two starts. I mean, Michaelis nearly had a, you know, a quality start today. They fucking just, they won't, they, it's like our, we're against letting anyone have a quality start um, in our rotation. When yeah. it's like, hey, you've pitched five and two thirds, Okay. Oh well, it's it's gonna be a righty lefty matchup, so we gotta take him out because that's all they fucking care about in baseball today is the matchup. And I and, and I could go on and on about how, how many. Dumb that is, where do but, you think our starters rank in innings pitch so far? Um, shit, we're probably. And we're like thinking like quality starts because we've only had like what two or three, so that's been maybe like frustrating. like fifty fifth percentile. Uh, yeah, like, about that. We're 10th. 10th. The rest of the league is okay. having one. In terms of, like, starter ERA, it's been pretty bad. We we have, like, the 7th highest starter ERA, but, um, you know, we've had a couple of, like, pretty grotesque blow-ups. But, I mean, even, like, Michaelis, when he was in Colorado, still finished six innings despite going up, like, five runs. Um, yeah. It definitely, definitely needs improvement. Yeah, yeah. Ryan? I think I'm going to utter the same things. Um, Zach Thompson is our best pitcher by far. Um, oh, yeah. So far. Yeah, out of him and Verhagen have been great. Yes. Um, I would like I would like to see some shake-up. I, I, 
it's interesting to me. I didn't really know that we were what you said tenth in innings pitched for starters. Um, for starters, makes a bit of sense. I like contextual FIP. I think I shared that in the group. It's a stat I use like to context like help XFIP. Predict. Is that what you meant? It's C FIP. So contextual FIP is a baseball prospectus stat. It's XFIP. That's their version of XFIP. I'm pretty sure. But it's more predictive than XFIP. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like they use this it is more like. awesome. This is we're like, awesome, motherfucker. <laughs> we're like XFIP is more like reactive. CFIP is more predictive and like takes into context every, like ah. even a batter. Like, like giving up a hit to George Springer in the ninth is different than giving up a hit to Carlos Santana. In the well, pull you know, up. like yeah, yeah. Um, so I use it a lot because, like, hey, there might be like a pitcher that's starting off poorly, um, but his CFIP is high, and usually by the end of the season, it balances out um, to where they're okay. Yeah, because they have something like deserved ERA too. Okay, they have deserved ERA, but I think I think CFIP is more 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 accurate. I want um, I want you to know. I appreciate you using the the group's baseball perspective. Uh, hey, man. Your... Is that just a... like looking at numbers and going, hey, those, those numbers look good. Yeah. Um, um, aren't you, like, kicking ass in your... Uh... In your fantasy, yeah, people people hated on the fantasy of my fantasy team. Somebody said I shouldn't have drafted Max Muncie. Yeah, I think that was you, Tom. Nope, I not should, knowing the context. Uh, I didn't say you shouldn't. I just thought you had drafted him in your first two rounds. Is all, and uh, it was the. First. I uh, certainly didn't say you should kill yourself, and I certainly don't believe that <laughs> now, even though it is tempting. But <laughs> man. There it is, CFIP. So, CFIP, I'm guessing. Anyway. 100's average, right? 100 average. Um, We have a lot of pitchers who are slightly above average. Um, But the ones that concern me, and the one that concerns me the most, is Jay Flair. 113 below average. Miles and Jake Woodford, they're right at about average. And Jordan Hicks is right at about average, too. So... Hmm. I think if one of our relief pitchers is right about average and everyone else is above average, to me that says it'll all shake out by the end of the season. But the most concerning uh, thing is our starting pitching does not look like it will shake out unless there will be Well, some I would say I definitely buy into Flaherty because Flaherty has been incredibly lucky. <clears throat> Because he has been a mess in terms of walks. Yeah, he has more walks than strikeouts. Um, Miles' FIP numbers were good, but I would kind of buy into that because even though he isn't... He's average. He's league average. And that's what it's kind of saying. You know, he has a low walk rate, but he still gives up. And he doesn't give up home runs, but he gives up a shit ton of hits still. And like... Well, like his like, outing today was good. He was fine. Yeah, he was that fine. Was perfectly um, fine outing. It was like what a an out an out or two away from a quality start. Uh, Woody, I would like a little more. I think I think he's bought himself time until like May. I would say, but um, yeah. the shakeup I would like to see happen. This is me. Yeah, 
I would like to see Libertor get called up and Mats mm-hmm. go to the pen. Yeah. And Mats be used as a swing man. Hmm. I think he's a very valuable pitcher, but I don't think there's a lot of deep counts. I think he's but he has the second best actually he has the best C FIP of our starters. He does. Yeah. But I think that if there's a trend, a good C fit mean like a relievers, I think he's good in limited use. Okay. I don't know. That's just my that's just my personal spin on it. But I think Mats would have even better peripherals if he was used more limited. And probably just against lefty lefty massives. I, I have a question to pose to the group. Okay. Um how much of of the uh, kind of bloop hits that we've been seeing, um, you know, which which has been part of the reason like why our pitching has looked terrible is like we're getting killed on just like little, I mean, n- there doesn't seem to be a lot of piss missiles people are hitting off of our pitching staff. So it seems like, do you think this has much to do with the shift changes to this year? You know, that's nah. why there's a lot of these bloop singles. No, not a lot I... of guys playing on the outfield grass and shit. I think it's uh, relatable, related to batted ball luck. And this is, like, one of the things that we were really concerned with. I don't think our strikeout numbers are going to be maintained as high, but it's good to see that now because if they weren't as high, things would be a hell of a lot worse. But, you know, when you have balls in play like that, you're at the mercy of your defense. And, you know, you can only do so much with that. Um yeah, I, I I think the luck is uh, on those balls in play have just kind of caught up to us. I think our luck kind of ran out. Uh, or it's, well, maybe it hasn't run out. I mean, it's still got the whole season, right? But our luck has been, um, you know, more in line, I think, with reality than, um, than it was like last year. Also, would that be a part of weather? We hit the ball hard, like... The ball isn't yeah, it's hit been as hard cold. when it's cold outside. Yeah. Hell, I don't know, man. Um, I haven't been following it too much. I mean, they played a series out in Colorado, so. Yeah, it's cold maybe. in them there, mountains. Yeah, and they were in Milwaukee, so maybe once things heat up, maybe the team takes off a little bit. I'm not sure I buy the CFIP thing, though, with Hicks, though. Um, I think... Uh, they're planning on using them in low leverage, whatever that means. So I guess if they're up by five. Um, the issue that may run in with Hicks is that he could possibly turn a low leverage situation to a high leverage. But from what I got reading what um, J- uh, Jeff Jones and Katie Wu reported, it sounded like they had talked about sending him down, but he's, they, he would need to approve that, and I think he said no to it. And, you know, why would he, right? Major League money. Um, so Savant Page, you know, there's a lot of blue. It, I have to, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if I say he's on the men yet. You know, he's no. maybe a few good he's outings cool. away from being on the men, but I don't know, Ryan. He, uh, I'm not saying he's on the men. I'm just saying. He's our worst pitcher. The rest of our pitcher, really pitchers, are above average. Well, yeah. Like, well, it seems like he's our sorry. worst. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He's our worst pitcher, but Jordan Hicks is not the problem. 
with the team. Is like I think he's kind of being scapegoated. The problem with the team is, and you're saying that we have enough innings pitched. I looked at it as the starters aren't getting it done, and then we're overusing the rest of our bullpen. And so then Jordan Hicks has had to come into many situations because other guys have been used the day before because the yeah. starting pitching staff hasn't gotten it done. Well, the like, relief has going been beat up. Of, it's been chewed up just a little bit, too, as well. Like, I thought yeah. we would be, like, much lower in terms of innings pitch. But, you know, before I let you finish, like, being 10th in that department while being basically bashed with, like, pretty bad other peripherals, I think just means that, yeah, we've had blowups and we've worked through them, but also simultaneously, like, the teams that are ahead of us, let me see if there's any correlation here in terms of starters innings pitched. Uh, Boston, oh, sorry, that was relievers. Let me go to starters. It is Minnesota, Padres, Astros, Dodgers, Royals, Brewers, Blue Jays, White Sox, and Pirates. I, going off the top of my head, six of those teams are in first place right outside of it or have winning records. So in comparison to, you know, our peers – yeah, I would say the innings pitch thing maybe doesn't like fair as well, or or pales a little more in comparison with that, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I just think because like today, I think I think we've had a lot of games already where we have had like the we've given up three runs, mm-hmm. but our offense hasn't gotten it done, and yeah. I feel like this team is built now that our team if a if the if we're going into the ninth the Pitching staff has only let up three runs. We should be have scored six runs, but that just hasn't been happening yet. Yeah, and so maybe we're waiting for the all of the lightning to be caught in the same bottle. Like we've had Gorman break out. Like we've just had like different people go off different nights, and there's going to be a time where it all starts clicking. Everybody, yeah, it's because Newt's back. Well, uh, last thing before we move to what I think is has been the most pressing concern so far, which is how this team performs in, in clutch situations. Like, um, I feel like every year a reliever has a blow-up or some kind of pitcher, and we shit on him. And I guess Jordan Hicks is this year's, like, Greg Holland, right? Um, yeah. 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 Um, I think – I don't mind the idea I – don't, I don't know how I feel about him. Um I don't mind the low leverage thing. Uh, I part of me has like some concerns how we develop and how we coach pitching. <laughs> like, like the Pirates were scary in the split, man. Like I got some fucking 2014, 20 through twenty sixteen vibes with them, you know, like where they have some reclamation projects and they're flipping guys to be adequate pitchers. I mean, Oviedo punched out ten of us. And you know what he was doing more with the Pirates than with us? Throwing his slider and cut fastball more. Like, um, you know, like when you look at the that three-year run that the Pirates had, they got incredible production out of, you know, when before Garrett Cole left, they got some out of him. They got Lariano. They got it out of Burnett. They got it out of, like, fucking Jeff Locke. They even had J.A. Happ for half a season. Like, Pirates are kind of, I think, building themselves to be scary. Um, 
a lot better than what I thought they were going to be this season. They're going to be scary in the future, I think, with that pitching. Well, yeah, and we're seeing them without O'Neill Cruz, too. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. arguably their best play, their, their future, you know. Um, wild. Very, I'm sure they have more prospects. I take back I'm everything sure. we've said. Yeah, I got to. Oh, the Pirates are winning the pennant. Is that what we're saying? Pirates, Pirates are winning are... the pennant. They're going to win the pennant. Um, and I guess... I won't be able to. I guess I'll have to find a, a new level of hate for Bob Nutting after that. I I'm gonna have to dig deep inside of myself to find it, but I can make it work. Um, let's bounce it though. Uh, the thing that has been most concerning to me has been uh, the offense, guys. How do you think the offense is performing uh, at a basic level, like OPS and F4? What do you think? Where do you think we rank in the league? I'd say OPS would probably like you know maybe lower seven hundreds across the lineup. Okay. On average, um, by F four, this offense is uh, is eleventh in the league. It really doesn't feel that. And uh, by OPS, um, this team um, is tenth. They're seven sixty, which. We can already see, like, with the reduction, uh, you know, with the shift restrictions, bigger bases, stuff like that, um, 24 of the 30 teams out there have OPSs over 700. That definitely wasn't the fucking case last season. But we're sitting at a 760. So, you know, you look at it and you're like, all right, good F4, good OPS. Why is this team 7-9? and nine? Um, we, have, we have good strikeout rates. We have a decent walk rate. Not great, but decent. We hit for a pretty decent average. So what is going on? It's the elephant in the room. This isn't a surprise to anybody. We absolutely suck with runners in scoring position right now. Cardinals are 26th in the league uh, with runners in scoring position with a 678 OPS. Um, with scoring position in two outs, we are 17th, a little more bearable. And, of course, the last one before I kick it to you guys, bases loaded, man. Like, we had, we've seen plenty of that saw it. A couple times with the Pirates, we saw it in Colorado. No outs, runners at the corner, or bases juice. Scored no fucking runs, okay? Uh, bases loaded this year. Cardinals have a 387 OPS, good for 25th in the league amongst the White Sox, Guardians, Diamondbacks, Marlins, and Twins. And to be fair, we have more plate appearances and at-bats than everyone but the fucking White Sox. So... I, is it I, is it a clutch factor that's a problem, or hear me out? It's probably a version of luck, I guess. I mean, you can't imagine these numbers going stick permanently, right? I agree with the luck. I think it's just going to like it's going to click. It's all going to click at some point. Has we're going to gonna see like a seventeen game winning streak because all of a sudden we're scoring seven runs a game because mm-hmm. we're hitting in the right spots. Um, yeah, what do you think, Josh? Well, and speaking of luck, I think we need to address the elephant in the room on that, and, and it's that we've lost our Irishman on the team. Packy Naughton is on the IL, and that is why Ooh, we have yeah. been unlucky by and large as a team. Yeah. Um, you got to collect them all. Was we got Donnie on the offensive side. <laughs> that's an Irishman as well, and then that's we got right. Packy Naughton. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to have a pitch. You got to have two at all times to be. 
<laughs> That's one of these fucking leather jacket chain smoking guys who drive vans and hang out at fa- abandoned factory motherfuckers. We need more of them on our team. We need yeah. guys that drink all day and hit their kids. That's what we need. St. Louis has lots of abandoned factories. It's a dying city of the Midwest. Come to St. Louis. No, that's where we'll find Donnie or Packy Naughton. All right. They'll be chain smoking with other guys wearing leather jackets and like track pants. They'll be like, oh, Jesus God. St. Louis doesn't need an Italian mafia, okay? It has enough problems. We're bringing back the Irish mob. Bringing back the Irish mob. They're all driving vans. That's what they're doing. Um. Okay, so the luck's got to turn turn around, but my God, has it been brutal. I think Salami Tommy, who won the game today, what he was like 0 for 17 with runners in scoring position, but he found he dug deep inside and he won the fucking game today. First a, pitch too. Yeah, pulling the ball He's up the middle, him. but he got it. He got he just get it just beat that defense, and we walked it off. We're seven and nine. We earned a split from the first place. No, sorry, second place Pirates because the. The Brewers are in first, but I don't know. Um, yeah. I I will say something that's kind of left out, and, you know, it's probably, I would say it's the cold thing, right, is our power numbers are middle of the road, and I really thought we would probably have more power numbers. And, um, you know, I, I, I mean, it comes down, Nolan and, Nolan and Go, uh, Goldie are going to eventually go off and get their 30, right? And right now, that it seems like that power swell has been just kind of carried more by Gorman. Uh, Newt, who Josh hates and is coming around, hit a piss missile today <laughs> to tie the game up. He did. He did, and you love him. I just went, oh, fuck, <laughs> whenever he did it. <laughs> Lars, Lars, pants on fires. But I just don't like the cult personality with him. That's my issue. Is well, the, hate he that, has a silly fucking name. He's the most famous baseball player in the world. Like, they put a yeah, manga of him. He's he's got a manga, man. But it's like it's like tokenism with funny names. Like they're like so Taguchi. Everyone what, loves so. Do you want the other form fourth, of tokenism? Fourth outfielder. I mean, I don't want tokenism. Period. <laughs> put that on the record. I'm, I will confidently notarize that fucking message. Um, <laughs> but like the uh, I just yeah that's. That's my beef with Newt, is everyone's like, oh, he's the greatest. And I'm just like, you like him because he's got a silly fucking name. His name is Lars, and then it is Newt Barr with two fucking A's. No, you're, you but I think it's him. a mix. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. It's a mix between, yes, he's got the the Lars or the Bohart or the Sotoguchi. Like, he has a fun name. He's a cute guy. All the girls are him in the pants. <laughs> is he going to live in your apartment? Um, apartment building? <laughs> He might be. Uh, Lars, Charlie, Thad, and Ryan this summer on ABC. (laughs) Four dudes definitely not just cheating on their taxes. They love each other biblically. (laughs) Um, But all the nerds like him, too, because what color is the uh, StatCast page, Tom? Uh, It's a lot of red. Lars, through It's a lot of red. It's a lot of red. Three games has eight walks. He has... um, he has the mark of Satan. He has a 666 on base percentage. And Josh, come on, man. If I'm Brad Pitt and Moneyball, you're you're my Jonah Hill. What is it that Lars does that that you love, Peter? That you love, Peter? What is it? What is it? I'm Billy uh, Bean. He gets on base. He gets, on, he gets base. on base. Oh, he gets so much on base. Um, 
Stabilizing force. So happy to have him back. Now we got to figure out the log jam uh, going forward. They, we sent Yepes down. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. The pirates knew it today. They pitched to Gorman and said, we don't want to fuck with Lars Nukbar. Like, that was... He made Gorman better, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think Gorman struck out. But then the next the next at bat, they He got that big walked. double later, yeah. 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 Like, uh... Um, yeah, I just think Lars is going to be very good. I don't. I don't think he's going to be a flash in the pan like a Sotoguchi. Well, Sotoguchi wasn't a flash in the pan. No, he's flash a utility guy. Yeah, like so. Yeah, like so wasn't like a like a like an established everyday starter. He was just. Yeah. He was just one of these Larusa players, like a fucking well, Miguel Cairo. Yeah, and Aaron I think Miles. Or, uh, Lars can be a, a Ludwig. He can be a guy who hits some bombs. He's not. Might not be. Like forever a star mm-hmm. but he's going to be pretty good yeah well, i just there. don't see like when i formed a lot of my hostility about lars it kind of felt like because he's japanese jeremy ha- no it's more of a ha- jeremy hazel baker yeah. type of situation where it's like oh we you know hazel raker we love this fucking guy and 420 you know, blazel baker <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean he, i like i don't want it to be a flash in the pan I want, you know, I'd love for him to be a Ryan you're, Ludwig. You're just saying you've been burnt in the past. Yeah, by like I've been this. burnt in the past, and it uh, seems like people got up his ass way too quickly hold up. I, last I, season. Josh, you didn't know this, but uh, I went into your room and I looked under your bed and I found your diary. Let me go through here. Oh. And it's, um, yeah, it's because it's because he's Japanese. He said. And this is the funny thing is, Josh, I learned about you. It's not because of, like, regular American racism toward Japanese. It's because, Josh, you say right here that uh, Tim's not your real dad. It is um, a man named Lin from Shanghai. You hate him because you're Chinese, Josh. Ah. That's why you hate ah. him. <laughs> yeah. You hate you him know. for an all-different uh. kind of racism. The old. Wait, I'm this talking is, to a communist. This is both shocking and <laughs> jarring because um, I didn't know I knew how to read and write up until now. So, yep, uh, no, yeah. Being I, illiterate, I just learned all of the words <laughs> for anti-Japanese sentiments. No, no, you wrote that in your diary right here. It says it, Tom's going to find this diary one day, and I'm going to feign illiteracy. Like, um, you have a lot to answer for for all this Lars Nupar hate here. Uh, what are your uh, thoughts yeah. on Taiwan as a as an independent uh, autonomy? You know what? We'll we'll save that for uh, for the for, <laughs> for, for the China episode. We're obviously going to do one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we love Lars Newbar. Josh is coming around on him. Um, this offensive woes can't continue. It's I think I think we're with this upcoming series. This will determine how quick we get out of this storm. Okay? Like, this was a good win to get today. I know things have been frustrating. As a, uh, Also, as a cop, um, I have to admit this. If there is a conspiracy by the Major League Baseball Umpires Union to fuck over the Cardinals in show of solidarity with C.B. Buckner... That will be one of the funniest things ever happen. Like I, I'm begging that to be true. <laughs> are you referring to how? 
how lopsided the, the calls have been. It's not even soon. like so. I Will Little called a game yesterday, and his accuracy rate was fine. It's just that uh, he had that miss, which was a good pitch. I mean, he missed it, but it was not like a, that egregious. Um, but you know, he missed one, and a run scored on base loaded walk, and then he rang up a uh, Rodolfo Castro on a pitch more inside than the pitch that uh, Matts had delivered uh, for the walk. But, like, I remember counting it, and he missed, at that time, he missed ex, he, he missed more calls in our favor pitch-wise than he did with the Pirates. And obviously, though, like, StatCast numbers update overnight, and that's how we got the number we had, because I had him at, like, 91%. So it evened out some, like, margin of error ones. But, like, like, um, I don't, I don't look into the run expectancy thing with ump scorecards too much because most of the, it's kind of a, like, you want it to be 50-50, right? You fuck over teams. You actually want it to be zero runs, obviously, but you want it to even out. But, like, I think people focus way too much on that. And I'm like, okay, what do you want the, what do you want the solution to be? Well, we want the other teams to get fucked over as bad as we have been, so it evens out is what we want. I'm like, uh, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, but I do have to admit, it's not been, it's been not been up to, it's not been up to standard. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it's just bad, you know, bad luck for everyone, right? But I'm begging, for love of God, please, like a conspiracy is afoot, that when Ali Marmal yelled at C.B. Buckner in public, that the umps union was like, we're going to fucking show the Cardinals this year. <laughs> oh, over CB Buckner over. I don't know if I should feel like, like, like a sense of solidarity. That they'd do that even for the lowest of the low or embarrassed that this is the guy they would fall on a grenade for would be for CB Buckner. I'm praying to God. There's a, there's an element of truth to it. <laughs> Just comes out. Be like, yeah, he uh, yelled at our guy, CB. Um, and we decided to uh, ruin the Cardinals' chances of winning some baseball games because he correctly pointed out that the worst umpire in the league should retire. Tom, hey, and a, this, and this ahead, is bro. why cops shouldn't be allowed to have unions. They should be the only group of working people that should not have yeah. unions. No, we need to break up the umpires' union, you know. We need to... <laughs> They're not working people. They're, they're, they're going to take buses to all the games. Actually, no, no, fly. no, no, no. This is why I went out, out of them. I want them to behave more cop-like uh, because it would just be funny if, like, like, in my head, just imagining that, like, they put up a stat, be like, Lance Barksdale missed X amount of pitches last night. Also, he beat the shit out of his wife before the game or something <laughs> hates firefighters he killed nolan arenado's dog because it was too loud <laughs> like we've got like a bit bark- of a loose cannon behind the dish tonight like, when we they do a- when <laughs> they do bark at the park and we can finally take nick inside bush stadium like i want them to freak out <laughs> i want them to freak out and shoot him as <laughs> I want, them to feel, I want them to wear body cams that they turn off conveniently. Yeah. Like, that's the replay system now, okay? We don't use what's at our spot. We have to use umpire body cams. And there's a banger at second. And, of course, it's going to, you know, it's going to affect the Cardinals. So they turn off their body camera footage. <laughs> is what they do. Like, I want more of that shit. 
I want umpires them. should wear body cams. I'd love to see like they've been the putting footage the of, like Marmol or yet just yelling. dude. It'd be so awesome. They've been putting the ump uh, cam on helmets now uh, with Apple TV and ESPN did it uh, tonight. They also mic'd up like Martin Maldonado. I would. I love stuff like that. I would like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, also, give umpires guns. Let's really let this get a little bit wild. Okay. <laughs> Guy comes out. And, like, whenever a coach comes out to yell, it has to be, like, a domestic incident. Like, they have to take their shirt off. Like, Derek Shelton takes his shirt off. He's got, like, a fucking PBR tattoo on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, a bitch is clearing brawl, and then, like, the umps are like, this is why I need a gun. It clears things it up really quickly. They just start blasting, <laughs> blasting it in the air they, like a fucking Western. And, of course, you know, they carry all the the racism that co- uh, that cops do. Uh, they throw Ollie out for no good reason. <laughs> you, like, you're out of He was looking at me threateningly. You know, I think he wanted, I think he wanted a taste of action. Uh, Ollie, stop resisting. Stop resisting, Ollie. That's what we need more of. That's... To solidify, like, and, like, when Josh Donaldson fucks with Tim Anderson, they obviously have Tim Anderson, or, sorry, Josh Donaldson's back. That's what I want more out of the umps. That's what I want more out of the diamond cops out there. (laughs) Give them guns and tell them to act like regular cops, which are terrible. (laughs) Oh, uh, before we wrap up, Ryan, did you see, uh, did you see uh, the uh, hockey fight in the... New York Fire Department or New York Fire <laughs> New York Police Department if uh, New York Fire Department hockey game. The guy got like completely knocked out, right? Yeah, officer down, baby. This is why we support firefighters on this podcast. <laughs> so is the firefighter our crumble coin player of the week? He is, is that yes, her? yeah. <laughs> FDNY, baby, that right there. Uh, he is our fu- he's our fucking crumble coin player of the week right there. It's me. It's yeah. Dennis Leary at Justified. Oh God, yeah. not Dennis I'm Leary. I'm I'm Irish. Yeah. <laughs> ah, rescue me! It was on FX. Uh, yeah, we had sex. Oh yeah, rescue me. That's, that's what I'm about to say. Not Justified. Yeah, I fucked up. Uh, right right the wire. Yeah, yeah, rescue me. Raylan. I I plagiarized the asshole song. Ah, I'm Dennis Leary. Yeah. Uh. The one thing I remember from that show is that he was talking about, like, it's a lot of money. And just in the most Irish fucking Mick way of saying it, he's like, that's a lot of cabbage. That's, that's a, lot a lot of cabbage. cabbage. That's and a lot of cabbage. Just, I was like, Greg Gerard- can't call it cabbage. Greg Giraldo called me out on that stupid Comedy Central show, okay? Yeah, watch Rescue Me on uh, Tuesdays on FX, okay? Give me more money. <laughs> um, who are we fucking this week? The tax mm. man? The U.S. government, Ryan? We're going to stick it. Fuck the yeah. tax. Fuck Doc fuck. Brandon? Fuck Dark Brandon. Fuck Joe Brandon. As a center-right fascist pod, okay? As a cop-supporting cop-supporting right-wing baseball podcast. (laughs) Which is honestly probably all baseball podcasts, especially like Cardinals ones out there. I mean, baseball loves the cops, um, you know, so I guess we're finally finally in tune with the average listener. Um, Yeah. Yep. Fuck tax season. Yeah, they, it sucks to do. Yeah, and uh, more. Fuck the fuck H and R Block. Fuck, fuck H Turbo Tax. Fuck Turbo Tax. Fuck whatever Tax USA. Fuck them all, man. Yeah. Fuck everyone. They're the reason yeah. the taxes are so hard. <laughs> and most importantly, folks, fuck the cops. <laughs> <laughs>